All right, let's jump into the metaverse today and some happenings where many companies are making some pretty interesting moves, both in tech, but also in the strategy of how they're moving and going to market. My name is Paul Barrow. Welcome back to TechPath. Let's get into it today. Before we get started, I want to thank our sponsor for the day, and that is Mr. iTrust Capital. The one thing you want to be looking at if you are considering tax prep right now, and remember, you can do this all the way up to filing your taxes early next year, is get ready for a IRA. An IRA is going to be one of the best ways that you can start to secure a tax haven for some of your crypto assets. You've not been able to do that really effectively until companies like uh, really iTrust came around. If you want to do this, it's pretty easy. Um, this is their How It Works page. It's a play page. It's a very simple setup. Uh, you, cr you can create the IRA application itself online in minutes. Now, you can't transfer an IRA. You'd have to fund it. But uh, there are several ways to do that. And then, of course, you've got 24-7 trading on all your major assets like you know Ethereum, Bitcoin, Cardano, etc. There's quite a bit there. And then you also have the advantage of secured storage. They just partnered up with uh, Fireblocks for additional security aspects. There's a lot to this project, and it is one of the best solutions out there that I have seen. The cool part about this with iTrust Capital is you're going to do this. It's going to cost you nothing per month, a small amount in each one of your trades. And if you're like me, you make one trade and you hold it every year. You buy Bitcoin or you buy Ethereum and you just hold those assets and you're going to get $100 in Bitcoin to get started. So 100 bucks of Bitcoin when you use our link below. So make sure and do that. Um, let's get into it today because the metaverse is really kind of been in a position where one, there's a lot of companies that are moving into the space. Then you have a lot of projects that are doing pivots, all sorts of things. I even saw Radio Shack trying to make a pivot the other day on metaverse. We'll talk about that in another uh, video, but because that's a different story. That's a whole different story uh, about what's happening over at Radio Shack, which is a little bit of a train wreck. But anyway, let's talk about a peek into uh, Met Metopolis, which is the metaverse for all. This is powered by Zillica. You guys have seen us talk about Zillica here on the channel before. You know, I'm a I'm a half half fan of Zillica in terms of what they're trying to do, but it is a layer one protocol. It's going to launch on the metaverse. Uh, really interesting to me is that Metopolis looks and feels a lot like Blocktopia, uh, but and I'll show you some video of it here in a second. But XR integrated platform as a service uh, capabilities. And the thing here with Zillica is this is considered a high performance and high security blockchain. It's all set to launch and it's want to be one of those very immersive, gamified, you know, real metaverses, you know, that have a lot of that uh, kind of XR capability. And I think this is one of those projects, if there is one that can kind of make it to the next level, could this be the new or maybe the cooler Blocktopia? I don't know. I'd be interested in maybe getting you guys' comments. You know, so many of you are watching the show right now. You've been and in, or investing in Blocktopia. I'm kind of curious of what your thoughts might be on a comparison. This is their CEO and his statement. Metaverse isn't about replacing reality. It's about bet uh, bettering our relationship with digital world. Sh culture sharing, social media, which I think is going to be the big one, has unleashed. And uh, this is really going to be kind of filling in gaps around our, our real world economy. And that gets back down to everything from value uh, creation, obviously play to earn, those kind of things and layers that they're really building into this. I want to play this video because you can kind of see a little bit of the graphics of what they're trying to do here. 
with this. And again, this has a lot of the Blocktopia elements. And though I like these kinds of metaverse plays, to me, this is still very early on what they're trying to do with, or at least what Zillica is trying to do on this one, Metopolis. Uh, the question will be is what kind of implementation of NFTs will we see? What kind of real world game fi will we see? What games are gonna roll into this, this being a layer one? It has a lot of similarities to maybe what like um, Polygon has been trying to look at and do. We'll see, land parcels, you can kind of talk about it here. They talk about fashion. Listen, they're hitting on all the right, the right buzzwords for this. They're hitting on all the right buzzwords. The question I think is going to be on adoption and whether or not they can really make it to that next level. Let me kind of pause that so we don't have all that music playing in the background. Back to the story here, accessible through personalized handles like social media profiles. I think that will be one of the key things we'll see in 2022 e-commerce, mobile, web, this is all going to be uh, kind of a new UX uh, functionality. I think brands are going to be jumping in big time. That's the only concern I have is with brands getting into this, do we end up with kind of a, a hodgepodge of what we really wanted Metaverse to be? And that is play to earn. Maybe there's some cool you know, functionality from a social aspect that you'd meet people kind of like you do right now within social media, but you're doing it in a little bit, maybe in a 3D style environment. I think that has great potential. I know I'd love to meet people that I talk to on Twitter a lot, and that would be kind of a cool interface to do it because it could generate, I mean, you, you see all of the Twitter or the social media companies trying to leverage and, and bridge that gap uh, with things like spaces over on Twitter. And I think what we've seen with Clubhouse and the growth of what that did, and then we saw with uh, TikTok, all of these kind of factors could play into this. Um, their head of metaverse and NFT, diversification, innovation, use of digital assets, all part of Web3. You add that always on a layer, uh, engagement to make it borderless, accessible. Again, I think these are the kind of things. Now's the time to unlock these new layers of engagement. That's where I think this is going to really play out on engagement. And if you look at their tweet here, we're making it official. Metopolis, Silica's highly immersive, customizable. Uh, extended reality XR um, metaverse platform coming soon and then there you there you have it this is not all there's much more in the space that's happening this was a recent article right here talking about MetaMall just as the name implies it's a mall in the metaverse three worlds biggest technologies VR NFTs DeFi converge I think DeFi is going to be very key here real estate I'm still on the kind of on the fence on real estate if it doesn't have function within a game um, and then you look at what they're talking about built on Solana. This is, of course, ensuring fast uh, completion of transactions and cheapest gas fees. Yes, I agree. Again, we're back to Solana, and I'm a little concerned about Solana right now with the security aspect of it and also its ability to scale based on crunching it or crushing it with some big project that rolls out on it You know that we've talked about here on the show before. $4.6 million, though, raised in this uh, funding round. Not a lot, really. But what's more important to me is who's involved in these, and that is Seed and Angel Series. This is pre-IDO. It's now closed. Uh, but if you look at this, a couple of key investors here. This is uh, 316 VC, um, WLI Capital, Bull Perks, HVS Ventures, and then CCK, all of which we've talked about before here on the show, and those are some of the big ones. And as you guys know, I follow a lot of these projects, and I do it by the way that their investment portfolio gets populated. 
Here's another one that is interesting to me, and that is Space Metaverse. It's raising $7 million from top crypto players. And the project is focusing on creating environments, socializing, and virtual commerce can thrive within a metaverse. I think socializing means social media. So if you look at kind of the background of the groups behind this, you've got Digital Currency Group right here, Animoca Brands, Polygon. These are all the top, you know, really the top players in it. And if you look at Digital Currency Group, I want to pull up their portfolio. This is their gaming portfolio. So you've got Big Time, Decentraland, Horizon, uh, there's Lucid site and we knew this one I looked at, I was not really in love with it. But if you look at other ones they have, here's the metaverse and NFT. There's AP13 or API13, BitPay, BitGo, blockchain, there's Blockstack, uh, Blockstream coming in, BTTC, this was acquired, uh, CoinMe, Flare Network, Hashflow, Hedera, we know about, Gico Ledger. By the way, did you guys hear about Ledger? They're trying to launch a new. A credit card that's going to be attached to their ledger wallet. So that's going to be interesting to see how that works out. But anyway, back to the point being here, and that is there are a lot of moves happening in the metaverse right now. And I think this is only the beginning. This company, Space Lab or space-metaverse.com, again, this is just another one that has really kind of moved into this whole land grab. I'm just curious as to which ones will be truly the ones that break out and really become something special. Or is it a scenario where Facebook ends up doing a lot of these aqua hires where they're just purchasing companies left and right? Remember, I showed you uh, a lineup of all of Facebook's investments in the past two years. Almost all of it was leaning into gaming and metaverse uh, forward tech. So be on the watch uh, for that uh, for sure. Infrastructure Startup, this is the other one we talked about here on the show, and that is Infrastructure Startup Render Network raises, this is a big one, $30 million in the token round. It's one of the reasons that uh, Render, of course, popped. Full disclosure, I'm a holder of Render, like what they're trying to do, but this project has moved with another $30 million into this program. Just so um, you understand what Render is, it's a process involved in producing digital media such as NFTs. It requires heavy computing. The whole idea is, think of this as a decentralized AWS. If you know what AWS is, Amazon Web Services, if you could imagine a decentralized web service platform that takes computers anywhere um, and nodes and utilizes them for rendering capability based on the need of the clients and the group. So that's a big one. Also, they got listed on Gemini, so you've got you know, a ton of activity happening right there with Render. I want to jump to Render's token because this is something that I think is interesting. And that is, we looked at Render way, way back here in uh, our first buy signal was back in early November. We had a 68.51 on our amplification, or excuse me, our sentiment score. And our amplification score was a 70.29. Again, when the amplification starts to overtrack what's happening in sentiment, that's when we anticipate fireworks to happen. And that's exactly what happened with Render. It started taking off in November. Uh, that was trading at, looks like a dollar, right at a dollar. Uh, right now, that's a 6x gain if you had invested on the original video that we actually introduced Render. We pulled another AMP score right here. This one was done on November 12th, continuing to move. A 79.61 and an 81.02, that amplification score proved out. 
and we saw render really make its uh, its run. But if you look at that gain right there, from where we told you to invest to where it would be, it would be about an 800% gain on your money. That's why you come to this channel. That's why you're here, is those kind of deals. Let's continue to track this down because I want to know where render is going. Sentiment, during this flat line, we pulled it. It was a 7503 and a 7411, so that tells me a little bit of flat movement. We did that, get that little spike and then some sideways action. And then right here, we've got another, you know, kind of set, well, one, an upward movement on sentiment at 76.20 and an upward movement on amplification at 75.29. That doesn't necessarily mean parabolic, like what we saw back over in this area, but it definitely shows a pretty good growth track to where render could get to somewhere around the 750 mark in a very short period of time. It is one of those projects I'm watching. If you are invested in it and you invested back when we first in, did that, I would recommend that you take profits. And not that this is going to be a bad project. I just always look at these kind of movements. Now, it is not at its all-time high. Remember, its all-time high was back when we were initially on it, and that was at $8.78. Now, could it go to $8.78? Yeah, there's still some room back here on Render. And with the deals that we continue to see being made on Metaverse and with Render being a big part of what will eventually become a tool set within the metaverse. This could be one of those long-term guys uh, that you hold. Me, I'm still holding. And uh, mainly because, you know, I'm in so low, I could, I could lose a lot of traction here and still be okay. But I feel like this has that long-term effect. Now, is it made it into what I consider my AAA metaverse projects, like a Sandbox, like a Gala Games, like maybe some of these others that I'm starting to lean into. Um, and I still do like Star Atlas and so on, but maybe Render is one of those utilities that, and there's some others. Uh, Rweave is another one that I really like just because of the data aspect. I'm really looking at the infrastructure because the infrastructure tokens that can do the work are the ones that are going to be flying. Think AWS. If you could invest in, if AWS divested itself away from Amazon, it would be the biggest division. It would be the biggest company. That in itself would be the killer app because that is truly the winner. So if you have an infrastructure play here, who's the AWS of the metaverse? And it doesn't necessarily have to be a server, but it could be a product or, or a feature and an application use case like a render to jump in on this. So just uh, something to keep on your on your uh, horizon there in terms of watch cases for some of these projects that are moving. All right, if you guys have some ideas for a topic in the metaverse, maybe you like a game, maybe you're looking at a play to earn project, or you like something that's doing digital assets. By the way, drop in the comments below. I want to know if anybody grabbed any space NFT during this recent big time drop. I'm just kind of curious. We grabbed some uh, here at the studio, and I'm just kind of curious if, if, you, if you bought it, are you going to put it back out on the marketplace and sell it as a digital asset and use gains that way? Are you going to hold it, wait for the game and the alpha to come out? Kind of curious on what you guys are doing out there when you start moving into this space. Trading habits are very important of understanding how the movement of the masses are happening in this space because it's going to be the ones. Remember, the early movers are the ones that teach everybody how to play the game. Very important. So you guys are help do, helping out there in doing that. So you're listening in over on the podcast right now. Make sure and tune in to the YouTube channel. It's the place to come for all this great stuff, these charts, all of our analysis, our interviews, and best of all, the Diamond Circle. You got to get in. It's easy. It's free. 
If you want to reach me, hit me up on Twitter, at Paul Barron. We'll catch you next time right here at TechBath.